Hello and welcome to the Green Power Podcast. Tonight I am joined by our very own Kieran Thibault to discuss our weekend trip to Ellen Road to play Leeds United and hopefully be the reason another manager has left his post. How are you doing, Kieran? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm, I'm okay, thank you. I'm okay. Very, uh, a bit tired now, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's the adrenaline wearing off from last night, you see. I know. It was a brilliant win. Um, I think it lifted the morale of many. It so. did. And it was much needed as well after, what was it, one point in three games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we can definitely something to build on. Yeah. You know, and again, the next game, we'll get into this, it's obviously Leeds. But mm. it is a good chance for three points, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I think um, they're off form at the moment in the same way Villa are. Got a bit of a managerial situation going on. And I think we can certainly take advantage of that and um, get three points from them. Yeah, see, momentum is key um, at any time during the season, but especially mm. for someone like us that has just been promoted, that has started off the season pretty well. Yeah. Um, and considering last night was our first victory in four games, mm. how important is it now to keep the momentum going onto Sunday? I think it's, it's, it's essential we do keep up the momentum because obviously we're not going to win them all. And that's the thing I think, as, as Silver said in his... Um, post-match interview with Amazon Prime yesterday. Um, we're not going to win them all. We're expected to lose in this division, which is a fact. But if we can keep the momentum and the morale high, I think we can certainly um, certainly achieve um, staying up in this league where we belong and yeah. getting results from tough games. So um, if we, I think, if, I think it will be definitely keep the momentum high. I think we'll definitely build off of yesterday's performance. Yeah, see, now our last victory at Ellen Road was a 1 0 win, um, courtesy mm. of uh, Hugo Rodiega back in December 2014. Yeah. How does Marco Silva come with a master plan to get the three points on Sunday? Well, I mean, obviously they're set up a lot differently now. Um, I don't know the setup, I, I haven't researched it, but um, the method they're using it did work for a bit and it's suddenly died off they've got one point in the last five games um, the biggest loss was to 5-2 to Brentford um, fair play to them I mean no one likes Brentford but fair play <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I mean it will be difficult but I think if we play the way we did yesterday creating chances tactical setup, um, and moving the ball forward getting them targeting Mitrovic um, I think we should um, definitely break through the defence in the end. Um, Mitrovic also said in his post-match interview yesterday that um, he's not 100% fit. So if, if Mitrovic is still scoring goals and he's not 100% fit, then I think we should be okay when he's fully fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dion Dublin even pointed out, didn't he? I'm pretty yeah. sure he said to him, if you're doing that and you've not trained properly for 20 days, mm. what? it's it's frightening just what he can do when he's a 100% match fit. I know. Uh, shout out to Amazon Prime actually because their coverage of the football this week has been absolutely top notch. So yeah, I thought that when they first started doing it, the the whole yeah. coverage, the the panel they had, it, mm. everything just seemed to be. It, it's really really good. It's like it gives a different perspective of like other football like presenters and stuff. It's like it's it's a very unique style, and I do like it. Um, I hope there's more of them in the season. Um, yeah, because they do it very well. Didn't they have, uh, was it Graham Potter and Thomas Frank? Yeah, that was it. They did an, an interview, they interviewed each other, which I thought was a br- it was absolutely amazing. 
yeah. um, I saw them tweet about it. I was like, oh, that was brilliant. Um, I think we need to see more of that, especially for big games or big derbies because um, it can get quite heated. But I think there's always going to be a respect, a layer of respect there between two managers. And I think doing more interviews like that would be brilliant to see. Yeah, you just imagine if, you know, if Thomas Tuchel was still at Chelsea and then Tottenham played Chelsea at <laughs> Tottenham later on in the season... And they had, had <laughs> reenacting the handshake. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the way football is, is going to start going, isn't it? They re- yeah. There will be a streaming service where you can watch every Premier League game hmm. with a subscription fee, whether that's through Amazon, whether that's through someone else. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that is the way football is going to go, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I believe so. Um, and then obviously they might introduce more things such as like referee interviews or um, mid-match interviews. But um, it'll be interesting to see what each um, broadcasting service provides in the future. Exciting times for, for a lot of uh, Man United fans anyway that have never been to Old Trafford so they can <laughs> sign up to that subscription and you make the most of it. You to the plastic fans. <laughs> no, would I, Ek? <laughs> only, that, only the ones that live down in Surrey. Right. <laughs> Um, Leeds have you, as you mentioned, have been struggling as of mm-hmm. late, and Patrick Bamford is yet to score in the league this season. Now, I read a stat earlier that he scored, I think it's four goals in the last four league meetings. So he scored yeah. in every league meeting in the last four games that we've played mm-hmm. each other. Um, it's going to be one of those cases where he scores his first league goal of the season against us, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I think if, yeah, it comes back to the way we play, but I don't think it, it leads on on form at the moment. Um, yes, they're at Ellen Road. Ellen Road's got a great atmosphere and I think the fans will certainly play be a big player in the way Leeds play, but I don't see Patrick Bamford scoring. Um, they've got some pretty talented players like Sinistera, Rodrigo's. They're a pretty... They, they're certainly a threat, but I don't see Patrick Bamford being much of a threat. Um, he can, he's a good striker, and he has his good days, but I think he's quite a, he's quite low key um, in the attacking world. So, yeah, I don't I don't see him scoring against us. So, no, I can just imagine it now. Sunday at five o'clock. Clip, yeah, he's going to score. The clip of what you just he? said being retweeted everywhere on Lee's forums. It happened yesterday. <laughs> I, I, it happened yesterday. I was. Um, watching the game and I, I wrote a tweet that said um, something like, oh, Reed, I think he's a little bit off it tonight. And then 30 seconds later, he scores a worldie. I was like, oh, my word. He clearly <laughs> he clearly saw that tweet on the screen and was like, nah, hold my beer. <laughs> You're going to have to keep it up. You're just going to have to slate the whole Fulham team on Sunday morning. And just slate the whole Fulham team until they actually do well. <laughs> <laughs> it, was positive. it was positive criticism, though, so I wasn't complaining. Yeah, you know, so sometimes you need to have that that criticism. Maybe not criticism, yeah. just a bit of advice. Come on, yeah, you've got to be doing advice, this a bit maybe. better. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't actually remember. What were the previous score lines for Fulham? Because I know with under... Um, under Was it under Park, wasn't it? 4-3 against Leeds at Ellen Road. And we were 4-1 down, weren't we? Oh, four, yeah, we were 4-1 down. We brought it back to 4-3. Um, Vaguely, then... that... I remember that game because that's the only decent game I ever saw Anguissa play for Fulham. Um, oh, right. Before, <laughs> but I throw, the that, throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 was their, um, what was their result at home? I can't remember. We that. lost 1-0, wasn't it? The last oh, right. wasn't it the last couple of minutes. I'm pretty sure that was... Was it Bamford? 
Must have been. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It must have been. Cause I've just used a stat. Paddy Bang, Paddy Bamford, must yeah. have been. But yeah, you mentioned Parker again, and it's just given me some horrible thoughts. <laughs> I just think you know, it'd be funny if he ends up at Villa. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, please. All, all that, all, all that <laughs> talk of like, oh, we're getting Pochettino, or we're getting Tuchel. Nah, the realistic yeah. options are Rafa Benito and Scott. That's a scary thought if you're a Villa fan. I know. I feel bad for them, but at the end of the day, it's Villa. So I don't. They, 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 um, they had John Terry playing for them. So I have no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> right. So ahead of the, the game at Sunday or on mm. Sunday, do you expect Marco Silva to make any changes to the starting lineup? I don't think so because if it's not if it's not broken, don't fix it. Basically, um, Diop and Reem seems to be working at the moment. We've conceded two under them against Bournemouth. Yes, that was probably defensive errors. Could we change it? Maybe introducing Toes instead of Reem. Um, or vice versa, Diop or Reem tossing instead of Diop. Get my get my defenders mixed up now. <laughs> um, but um, I don't think he'll change anything because um, William seems to work. Brilliant player and definitely proving the doubters wrong. Um, and I mean, changes to the bench. Maybe maybe we might see. Um, I mean, if Tete's fit, maybe Tete back on the bench. But I don't think he's fit yet, so I don't see any. I don't think he'll change anything. Um, I'm not expecting any changes anyway. Um, so. I, I'd, I'd be surprised if we see any, to be honest. Yeah. But just for sort of 30 seconds, just say, just explain just how good William was last night. Oh, William, out of this world. Um, his play on and off the ball was just off the scale. Um, he was involved in all, all of our attacks going forward. Um, yeah, he had some good shots on target as well. Unfortunately, shit, it's saved. The majority of them, um, and he's definitely earned his place in the starting eleven. Um, Harry Wilson hasn't even—he needs to fight for his way back now because Cabano seems to be doing well. He's definitely Premier League proven. With William on the other side, they're just continuously—he's just a machine. Um, he's rolling back the years for sure. Um, he's had a few poor seasons, but I think this is going to be one of his good seasons. He hasn't scored yet, but when he scores, I think it'll be. He'll go off from there <laughs> for about 30 seconds. <laughs> no, no, listen, you can carry on. I- I'm fully enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we spoke, oh, well, I spoke to, to Tom uh, in the mm. Villa preview. I think it was, it was Dan for the Villa preview. And mm. we mentioned because Gerard's job is on the line and if, yeah. they, and if they lost, that he, you know, he'd be out of a job. Now, we all agreed that we had to start quick. We had to yeah. start quick. We had to get in their faces, play on the front, front foot and mm. ideally score early and score first. Mm. Now, most of that did happen. Yeah. That's got to be the same. Brilliant. Yeah, that's got to be the same case on Sunday, isn't it? Because oh, yeah, Ellen Road is loud. I've been there mm. a couple of times. It's a great stadium. Fantastic fans. Now, if we can go there and score early, it could turn toxic very quickly. Yeah. We, that Marsh has to be the game. Under pressure, so. I think if any if we have if there's any sort of repeat from the Villa game where we're on the front foot and it's pretty much a an a Fulham onslaught for the first half, I think, and we do score one or two, I think the Leeds fans will turn on Marsh quite quickly. Um, but it would be quite funny to see another manager suffer the Fulham curse. But <laughs> see what happens. It's, it's funny enough. We if we beat Leeds and March mm-hmm. goes, then we play Everton, 
<laughs> on the Saturday I'm going to go next. <laughs> <laughs> Complete the hat-trick, a famous hat-trick in Fulham history. And what a hat-trick it would be. The third Absolutely. one being Frank Lampard. I mean, I don't think Lampard will go just yet, but you never know. No, unfortunately not. Mm. Um, but see, the thing is, when you look at Leeds and you look at the mm. way they set up, they only yeah. seem to have one style of play. Mm. They're just going to press press you wherever you are on the pitch. Mm. But but there is a chance for the ball over the top. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it against Chelsea. They um, smashed them three 0 uh, I think it was three 0 um, mm. And you could just tell for that entire game. In the same way Fulham were doing it to Liverpool, they were just constantly pressuring, pressuring until they got the ball and they played the ball into some good places and ripped through Chelsea like a knife. Um, yes, they Chelsea did have a red card eventually, but mm. in, it's in games like that that you think, okay, Leeds can actually be quite threatening because they have got some good players. And on the right day, they will turn up and put in a good shift. Um, we just have to hope that day isn't tomorrow, unless on Sunday um, <laughs> against Fulham. Yeah, and I think it comes down to the fact that you look at Villa, for example, mm. before uh, they played Chelsea before us, and they, they performed really well and they lost. They raised their game for a, a big team. Now, mm. again, I mentioned it on the, the Villa review that I was on with Thomas not so long ago. And before that game, I was speaking to a friend and he said, look, you know, if the players want Gerard to stay in a job, you're going to see it. Now, we're either mm. going to win comfortably or we're going to lose. As it planned out, we won comfortably. And I do think that is going to be a similar scenario on Sunday where yeah. I think if Leeds, if the players want March in, you're mm. going to see it. Yeah. Whereas I think if they're not too bothered or they would like to see a change themselves, I, that first 30 minutes is, is going to be vital, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's certainly going to be a factor. We've seen it with um, Leicester as well with Rogers' job on the line. I think it's still on the line as well, but he, they have picked it up a little bit. But um, the players were playing for Rogers, I think, because he's a good manager. He's just had a bit of an unlucky, a bit of an unfortunate start. But um, I mean, obviously, Le- Leicester have funding issues as well, so that hasn't helped. But um, I think that'll certainly be a factor come Sunday. Um, yeah, Leicester are a funny one. You can tell just from the outside, they have so many issues. Going on it's behind. a shame that we haven't played them when, like before now because otherwise we probably would have won by at least three or four nil. Um, but I think they're picking up form sadly. So, well, we don't play them. Is it the twenty? We play them on Boxing Day. I think. I think it's Boxing Day or New Year's Day. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, New yeah New Year's New Year's Eve mm. New Year's Day one of the two because I think it's, yeah. it's Palace on Boxing Day. Oh yes, Palace on Boxing Day and. Then, Southampton at some point. I would have liked to play Southampton earlier because they hit like drop. They, they they were a bit rubbish beforehand. See, Leeds have surely got to be looking over their shoulder. Mm. Now they were being hyped up by all the pundits. They're gonna have a great season, la da. Mm. Um, a few of them did say, look, without Phillips and Rafinha, they're gonna struggle. But they have struggled. They have. But there's gonna be a cluster of teams, probably seven or eight down the bottom towards the end of the season, that are going to be in with a shout of going down. Yeah. Leeds surely one of them, aren't they? I believe so. Um, obviously, it's going to be impossible to predict the top, the bottom six until at least after Christmas because everything's chopping and changing and it's still it's fairly early days. Um, but I think if we can get three points, then it certainly widens the gap and 
does like does us the world of good because come the World Cup we want to be in a good place because should any big injuries occur in the World Cup we need to be in the best place possible come the restart. Um, we're straight back into the thick of it basically, and we want to make sure we can build off of the points we already have. Um, it's proven international breaks always knock momentum completely off of every single team, especially um, us. Especially us, we've seen it many times losing one nil to or four one to Coventry straight after last season. Um, a few other disappointing results, including the one after the previous international break. Yeah, um, who was it against? I can't remember. I think. Uh, it's beyond me now it's gone but it, we, it, we lost anyway I know that yeah we lost anyway it was after the international <laughs> break doesn't matter who um, yeah yeah I think um, I think definitely need to make sure um, we're in a good place and I think widening the gap with three points will definitely help us do that yeah because as you mentioned after was it Boxing Day we play Palace mm. and then it's is it Leicester or Southampton? I think it's in, in Southampton. I think, it's, I think it's Palace, Southampton, Leicester, and then we've played everyone apart from the Chelsea game, which needs to be rescheduled for some time. Yeah, so if we can... The problem we've got is our last two games for the World Cup is Man City and Man United. You know, so, I'm, I'm the only optimistic Fulham fan that thinks we can go to City and give them a good game and get a result out of it. You, um, you you mentioned to me before the podcast. Yeah, I think I've mentioned. Um, how many have you had? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any, and I'm, I'm I'm confident. I'm probably the maddest person alive. But I think on if we're having a good day, I think we can at least. I I think we can do what Villa did and get a draw from them. I'd be happy keeping it below five. Yeah, um, I'd be happy keeping the goals low, but I think we can restrict <laughs> it to a draw personally. Um, because I think it's going to be a very end-to-end game, but we'll, we'll cover the Man City game another time. Same yeah. with United. I mean, I would have loved to play United before they yeah. picked up, but it's a shame they're now picked up. So I think they're now a bit of a difficult team as well. So but al- also, it this it could actually play in our favour in the sense mm. that November comes around and everyone knows it's World Cup World Cup month. Yeah. Now a lot of the players, especially in Man City and Man United, are going to be, be going rested. to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Even if they're not being rested, they're not going to be 100%. Now, for us to get anything at Man City, they're mm. effectively going to have to play their under-18s. Um, <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> wouldn't go that far. I'd leave their second <laughs> team, minus Haaland and Alvarez and all that jazz. They can play three teams. and mm. they'd, be, they'd still beat most teams in the league. But look, <laughs> Crystal Palace went there and give them a game. Yeah. So, you know, Nothing. They've got a difficult defence. I think Palace, they've got a difficult defence, so we don't want to be down early because it will make getting back into it a lot harder. Um, obviously, last time against Palace, it was a bit of a stalemate, like nil-nil. Wasted my afternoon watching the, the goalless draw on BBC Sport or something like that. But um, you never know. That's another game. And then hopefully Southampton and Leicester should, should be winnable games. Yeah, so, you know... We're hoping that the international break curse mm. doesn't happen when we come back from the World Cup because those yeah, three hopefully. games could prove vital. Yeah. Because, you know, by the end of January, we could be 10, 15 points clear of third from bottom. Mm. By the end of January, it really shows how the table is going to be shaping up come the end of the season. So those games after, straight after the World Cup are essential for 
like continuing the good form. Um, I think many teams, many teams will struggle to readapt quickly. So if we can take advantage of that, I think we'll have a good chance of getting some good results. I hope so. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> but right, score prediction for Leeds. How can score you prediction. see it going? I mean, I was optimistic on the other day saying 3-1 to, to us against Villa. I think I'll maintain that optimism and go 2-0 Fulham. Oh, no, actually 2-1 Fulham. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say clean sheet. I think two clean sheets in a row just isn't is good for Fulham or just is not going to happen. It's, it's not, is it? No. We, we, we know Bamford's going to score. now. Yeah, it's just going to happen now, isn't it? If Bamford you want... penalty, isn't it? Yeah, if you want free money, well, there it is. You know, we're not, <laughs> we don't advocate betting whatsoever. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't put in my FPL team, though. No, absolutely not. But, <laughs> you know, as long as you've got Mitrovic as captain, if you haven't used a triple captain point, you know, card yet, get it involved on Mitrovic. I'm not using that until the end of the season. Really? You're not using no, it? I always, I always save a, um, one of the FPL ch- chips right into the last day because then it comes in handy when things in the last minute used to be. That's a that's a, a fair point. Now I use I'm very my... competitive when it comes to FPL. <laughs> <laughs> I use my triple captain on Haaland against Bournemouth, and he had seven touches and didn't even oh, go scoring. <laughs> should have used him against one of the hat tricks he got. Oh yeah, in hindsight, yeah, that was definitely the right thing to do. But <laughs> Bournemouth, you just think, well, under Parker, Haaland, yeah. triple captain, come. I think loads of players did it, and he had seven touches. <laughs> seven. Poor. Honestly, overrated that bloke. <laughs> yeah, nothing comes nowhere near as as clear as Mitrovic. No, absolutely not. Um, but in terms of a score prediction for myself, um, see, I like the sound of two near. Mm. Um, but then I had the same vision of holding a minute, two clean sheets in a row. Yeah. Not going to happen, is it? So yeah, I probably agree with you. I can see a two-one victory. I'd go. I'd go two. I'd go. I'd, I would go three-one, but I think it would be. It won't be as easy as Villa, so I'd go two-one. Well, we again. I hope. Hopefully, we can make it as easy as we want it to be, mm. because they're not going to surprise us. Yeah. We should know what to expect. It's on just... the topic of um, Leeds. Actually, does it, are we going to be seeing our first cameo of the actual away kit for once? Probably not. <laughs> but it makes you wonder why on earth have we not worn it yet I know <laughs> I, I want to see it being played because it's such a good kit in my opinion I just want to see it surely we have no excuse not to use the away kit at an away game where the kits don't clash because the black kit clashes more with Leeds' kit than the away kit it, I, I remember going to Tottenham and thinking right today's the day we're going to wear the nice <laughs> mint happen. kit and he, they wore a black one no, why have you brought out an away kit and never wear it? I know, but no, I think that will um, that should Hopefully. come. I want to see the away kit in action. And again, if we lose in it, throw it in a bin. Don't worry. <laughs> no, actually, if we're losing it, I'm not buying it. <laughs> so that's what you do. You sort of test out the waters and see if we're winning it first before you. Yeah, I mean, it. I was going to get a Polina kit for Christmas and then. May it come the end of the season, whoever's been my player of the season, probably Mitrovic, I will um, get that on the home shirt. Now you've mentioned it, I am mm. going to ask the question because I think it's a very good question you just pointed out. Yeah. Who, who is your player of the season so far? We've had 10 Ooh, games, I get it, 10, 11 games. That's a good one. If you had to pick well, one player, only to pick one, one player, who would it be so the, far? 
the easiest would be to say, oh, Mitrovic and Polina. I personally think Deckard over Reed is an honourable mention because he's he's adapted well to right back and he's done really well on the wings. Um, he was our top scorer, top scorer in our previous Premier League season um, under Parker, but I think yeah, Bobby Reed's done really well. Um, same with Cabano in that sense. I think obviously Polina and Mitrovic probably would be my players of the season so far because they've been they've been like unreal. But I think if I was to pick someone unique and not going with the crowd, probably Robinson. Um, he's been really he since it obviously he's had a few up he's he's had his ups and downs at the club. Mm. I think this he's really proving his worth. He's in, he's going forward. He's making runs. He's cross his crosses are impeccable, most of the time, um, and he's is his work rate is is amazing to see, and it's such an improvement because obviously last season many people slated him lots, and he's he's done really well this season, um, and I want to see it more, see see him more carry forward. So yeah, I'd, I'd personally go for Robinson. See, the majority what? of what you just mentioned, I'd agree with. The yeah, one thing what? I wouldn't. Mm. Would be his crossing. I still don't think that's improved <laughs> that much. Well, a little bit. I mean, when I say yeah. crossing, I mean he, he's done. He's, he does a lot good coming forward. Um, yeah, he certainly so, adds something different to what Joe yeah, Bryan would have. Definitely. So, what, what about yourself? Who would be your player of the season? See, I've I've got a soft spot for, for Palinia, like I'm sure many of us do. Yeah, I think but many people many people have. You just watch him and you think, how on earth? Who on earth managed to get him to sign for us? You know, it's like... For a long-term contract as well, so... Was it six years? Something like that. Even if we go down, we've literally got a tank in the championship. Yeah, he's never going to play in the championship. Let's not get too dizzy about it. I think if, unfortunately, the worst happened, which I don't think will, Mm. um, but if it did happen, then, you know, either way, next season, I can't see him playing for us. Um, you never know. If we stay up, I think he'll stay because he's guaranteed regular first team football. And his partner's just had another baby. Has they had another baby, or is the, the baby I think due? So. Something, something like that. Um, and the thing is, people seem to love it in London. Look at Mitrovic. Mm. You know, again, he's another one where you sort of look at it and go, "Well, next season, a big, a big six club could come in and go, right, we want him.' And then mm. that that's when it's going to test his resolve as to whether he actually. I don't think so. I don't think he'll go to another Premier League club though, unless it's big money. Because he's he's previously said that he has a soft spot soft spot for one of the Serie A um, teams or some some or either them or someone like Roma or Napoli. Um, I can't remember. It was either of the two. Um, so I think if he was to leave at all, which hopefully he doesn't for a few years, then I think he'll probably go to one of them and then end his career at one of them. I'd imagine. I just give him a lifetime contract and rename the Riverside Stand after him already. Oh yeah, Mitrovic Stand. It's got a nice ring to it, hasn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe we're not calling it the Riverside Stand anymore. Or rename the Putney End actually, the Mitrovic End. <laughs> Where he scores a lot of his goals. Oh yeah, he scores plenty down there, but <laughs> But look, um let's hope we can end this week with a, another three points and make it seven points from three games. Absolutely, um, it would be a dream. It would. I think last week before the Bournemouth game, we sort of said, right, five points would probably be the minim- minimum. Mm. Um, so, you know, if we go and get a point Sunday, I think I still think it's been a good week. 
Yeah. Um, unbeaten, 1-1, drawn to. You mm. you probably sort of accept it. I would I would take a draw, but I would expect I would be happier if it was a win, considering the circumstances plus the former the momentum we have. I would expect a win, but I'll take a draw because it's not a loss. <laughs> yeah, again, so we've both predicted two one, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be two one. No. Um, <laughs> it's going to be something ridiculous, probably like four three or something. But yeah. <laughs> hopefully, we can get the win, end off a good week, and go on to Everton, carry the momentum forward. Um, mm. And then that's probably the last winnable game before the World Cup break. And then we've got. What do you mean? Bonus. We're going to win Man. We're going to beat Man City. Flashing four 0 in their own backyard. I, I tell you what, I'm going to say it now. If we beat Man City and Man City, you name your charity, and you name your price. <laughs> I will do it. If we beat Man City, I think I think I should get some money. I should get a prize or something if if I predict that we beat Man City. That's a good show. If anyone's listening and they can think of a good prize to give you, please yeah, get in please touch. Do. Think, think of a prize that I can get. Yeah. And it's on me. The prize is on me. <laughs> it's basically a free, a free, a freebie from Alan. If yeah. I, um, if if I we win. beat Man City, yeah, the freebie's on me. So <laughs> anyone get involved. Let us know what we can give uh, Thibaut as a reward of saying... You know, I really hope we win now. I'm playing with you right. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. But Absolutely. look, <laughs> have a fantastic weekend. Um, you're hopefully going to be on the the, the review uh, Sunday evening, and hopefully, we can discuss yeah. hopefully another three points. Um, and yeah, have a great weekend. Anyone travelling up to Leeds on Sunday, have a safe journey. Please bring back three points. And hopefully, yeah. up the Fulham. Up the Fulham. <laughs>